Welcome to the Easy Point Podcast. Today, we'll be covering the new changes to United's Mileage Plus program. While it's mainly a devaluation, we do cover a newfound sweet spot for those of you that regularly fly around Europe. This podcast is made possible by Easy Point, a new service that helps both small businesses and consumers formulate a personalized miles and points strategy. While the website with full info will be coming out shortly, I wanted to announce that we'll be now offering free 30-minute consultations to anyone on the fence about signing up for a custom strategy. If you're interested or have any questions, please send me an email at zach at easypoint.me. Hello, Jason. Zach, good morning. Good afternoon. Our, it's, it's afternoon for me, but it's uh, isn't it the morning over there? It is. This is my uh, first morning in Oakland, California. Nice. Probably a bit better weather than uh, New York City, where it's in the 50s and windy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking out at a you know pretty sunny. Just beautiful view of, of the Bay Area right now. I couldn't couldn't get much better than this. Fantastic. And uh, you probably didn't fly United Airlines there, did you? No. Uh, well, I, st- I stopped a few places along the way from New York, but I, I actually took my first two Southwest flights and really enjoyed really enjoyed that. I am two for two in sitting in the exit row, which I'm pretty proud of. Most people seem to think that an aisle or a window seat is better than a middle exit row seat. And for like a one or two hour flight, I, I very much take the opposite opinion. So I, I sat in the middle in the exit row both times, didn't get up from my seat once, and was, was very satisfied with the experience. You're right. For for an hour or two flight, you're right. Although I think most people would would re- really prefer or just think that they prefer a window or, or, a window or an aisle. Um, how did you do that? You got on the A list. How did you get in? How did you get in to the plane? No, so one I got on the I got on the A list for one of them somehow at the end of the A list. Again, I didn't pay any extra, but for the one flight I was on the C list. But I, <laughs> I mean, I'd say like two thirds of the plane was full, and there was a middle seat open in the exit row. It was. It seemed pretty crazy to me. I thought there was. I thought there must have been like a catch. Like I asked the flight attendant, like, can I sit here? <laughs> Wow, so your first two Southwest flights. I'm not such a fan of Southwest. I uh, <laughs> still like them, but I really I don't I don't appreciate that at all. I don't appreciate lining up for flights. I don't appreciate not having an assigned seat the whole time. I'm I'm, I'm itching, you know, to to get on to to get in the right group. And if you lose it, you have to go to the bathroom. You you missed your good seat. You know, it's uh, I I, just, I don't like Southwest for that and a couple other reasons. But they're going to airline. Yeah. So, but I might actually, I, maybe it's now with the new changes to the mileage program uh, of United, it might be more likely I fly United for these short haul flights now. So that's that's yeah. why we're that's why we're talking today. T- tell tell yeah, us a little was, bit about uh, what's going on. So, 
I was reading about the 8,000-mile routings. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out if it's only for, you know, outside the U.S. or it would even work in the U.S. I, I didn't get a clear picture. Did you, do you have a chance to, to read up on that? Yeah, I had the chance to look into it. Uh, it looks like it's uh, just outside the U.S., uh, but for a lot of these, it's it's really outstanding value, where some of the things that will now be 8,000 miles are currently as high as 20,000 at the moment. So definitely if you're doing short-haul flights like in, in Europe on a regular basis, this could represent some really, really outstanding value for your United Miles. Uh, I, I don't think it works in Canada either. It might. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see that, but uh, if you if you read that, I trust you. Um, I remember, look, I remember reading up a little more about it when the devaluation was announced a few months ago, and I didn't, I didn't pay too much attention to it. There's not that many things changing. I mean, there is, there is a couple things that are changing drastically, but don't affect us too much. The what, few are, what changes we have pretty much Asia to Australia is changing, or South Asia to Australia. There was one sweet spot of a forty thousand. First class award that's now going up to sixty five thousand. That's the Ooh. that's the greatest change. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but you know that it's not it's not it's not affecting the U S market. If, if we're based out of the U S, we're talking small changes like U S to Australia used to be seventy thousand in business and now it's eighty thousand in business, as well as like. To Europe, it used to be fifty-seven and a half thousand miles, and it's going up just a bit. It, it's really increasing just a bit, which is your average, you know, yeah, your average mileage devaluation. This is this is long overdue. United has not had a devaluation in a few years. They're not devaluating it tremendously, and they gave us a pretty, a pretty solid notice, pretty fair notice. So, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not crying over this one. So I know, you know, Jason, you're, you're a travel agent and you sometimes, you know, help clients book with miles or, you know, you use miles to, to book for, for clients. How often are you using United miles or transferring, you know, chase points to United? So that's a great question, Zach. Um, United miles are pretty popular. I'd say out of the big three U.S. airlines, which would be Delta, American, United, I'd say United and Delta are maybe tied. They're and, and, and American is after that. It's easy to get United miles. A lot of people have Chase points. You can have, you, you know, it's they have a co-branded credit card with with Chase. There's uh, there's two three of those cards. There's the business. There's the personal. There's the club card, and then any Ultimate Rewards card. So people have ink for their business. They have Sapphire. They have a Sapphire Reserve. Uh, the Sapphire Preferred, they have a Freedom, which if you have a Freedom and you also have one of the cards that transfer to the airlines like the Ink or the Sapphire, Sapphire Reserve, then you can use the Freedom points as well. So really, it's not that difficult to get United points. And there are some good uses, believe it or not. Like, for example, Zach, there's one good use that I'll point out, which is the Anytime Awards. Which, Say, for example, um, mm-hmm. you wanted to go today just you know it's 2 p.m you wanted to take an 8 p.m flight from new york to let's say frankfurt okay newark to frankfurt tonight united airlines 
you go on United's website, you want a business class seat, it's probably going to cost you about $6,000 for a one-way flight. Now, um, you check United miles, saver availability would be 57,500 miles or 70,000 miles. It's not Wait, available. Sa- saver is going to be that? Um, Saber was fifty-seven. I'm, gonna try, I'm actually going to look this up real quickly. No, I think I think Saber, you're right. I think I think it is fifty-seven and a half. Yeah. Was it was always fifty-seven and a half, and now yeah. it's um, it's going up a bit. I'm actually I'm actually curious to know tonight. Let's say I did want to actually take a business yeah. class seat tonight to Frankfurt. So I'm actually on the United website right now. It looks like they uh, with the devaluation they also gave us. A very interesting award calendar, which is looks a little different than it used to look. So, my eyes are adjusting to it. But I want that seat tonight in business. I must go business, and the seventy thousand miles is not available tonight. So I see. I'm looking at the other days of the week. I see. I see Thursday it's available, and next Monday, Tuesday it's available. It looks like. Or it's available with a stop, but I want that direct flight in business. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen is that there's no the, the the nonstop I see is is business everyday award, something called business everyday award. So that's 155,000 miles, and that's always available. See that that's the brilliance of United Miles. For their own flights, they have the Saver Award and they have the Anytime Award. So 155,000 miles to get a, a business class seat that otherwise I would pay $6,000, that's a fantastic value. So back to your original question, Zach, um, we use United Miles quite a bit, although it's not always a fantastic deal. So if you're looking for a fantastic deal, you know, New York to Europe in business class, it's not the cheapest. 70 is certainly but- not the cheapest. But if you have regular business travelers that need to kind of go places at the last minute, uh, you're getting really outstanding value from a cents per point, you know, perspective. So you're you're getting about four cents per point on that flight, and you know That's it's available right. all the time. So if you have clients like that, I'm sure the United Miles come in handy a lot. That's right. And another good thing is that um, with partners, let's say you want to book um, with Singapore Miles or with Lufthansa Miles or other airlines. And a partner like United, they have a they sometimes have a ticketing cutoff. Like they won't be able to issue you any awards within six hours of the flight, or 24 hours of the flight, or a day or two. And 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 it 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 gets issued. Uh, it get there's issues sometimes when it when it, it doesn't ticket right away. With United, the good thing is it's their ticketing for their own flights. You can do with with minimal time before the flight, two three hours, even sometimes less. When's the soonest you've ever booked it for yourself or for a client? Anytime oh, it works. I was just gonna I was just gonna share with you something. <laughs> like this is something uh, this is something pretty cool that happened last night. So I I'm out shopping with my wife in the afternoon and I get a call from my sister in law that her parents were supposed to be on a southwest flight from Chicago to Miami and they're running late and they must get there tonight. And that was the last Southwest flight out. So I said, okay, I'll, I'll help you out. You know, I'm here. Um, what do you want to do? They're like, okay, we're gonna be, we're going to Midway, but we'll have to, we're gonna miss this flight. We'll go to O'Hare. So I pull up my phone. I see there's a United flight at 7:30, which will, which they have like three, four hours to make. And I said, look, I'm driving now, but book this online, and 
if you have trouble, call me. So lo and behold, uh, she calls me back like half an hour later. I can't book it. I said, give me a few minutes. I'm parking. I'll, I'll book it right away. Okay, boom, I booked it. Turns out, to make a long story short, they wanted to, one of them wanted to sit in business class, and now they call me like an hour and a half before the flight. So I had to basically cancel, I had to cancel that booking, and I, I, I booked a United, a revenue paid seat. Business class uh, was 288, but I booked it. It was available on United.com. We're talking within 90 minutes of the flight. It was available on United.com. I booked it through my travel agent was ticketed probably about 70 minutes before the flight. Wow. So, well and, 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 yeah, I think. And mileage seats wouldn't make any difference. You would be able to book a mileage ticket, you know, yeah. 60 minutes before a flight. To answer your question, though, um, when's the soonest I ever booked a seat before a flight? I believe I did about 35 minutes before a flight once. A mileage ticket, United. And this is a couple let's, years ago. Let's hear that story. It's not much of a story. I, I'll. It's basically um, okay. So United charges seventy-five bucks if you want to book a ticket within three weeks using miles. Okay, you know that. Yep. You're familiar with that, Zach, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that's a pain, and that that's really that that increases the value, in my opinion. Even though Delta charges you more miles, but there's no seventy-five dollar fee ever. So I try to think of ways how to get around the fee with United. So there used to be a well-known trick, and it's pretty—it's almost dead now, but it still works in some cases, where you would basically book a ticket three weeks out and then go online once it's issued to pull the ticket back, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That used to work like a charm. You did it online. It was easy. You didn't have to talk to anyone. In this case, though, I, this was still a couple of years ago, but the flight I wanted to change it to was leaving in a few hours, so it wouldn't let me do it online, so I called. So th- now we're talking really an hour before, an hour and a half, or two hours before the flight. And it's, possibly the cl- it's possible that the client also wanted me to like, see if I can get him on an earlier flight, which was leaving like in 45 minutes. So I'm, he- I'm sitting on hold. Meanwhile, I'm texting the client like it's almost done. And uh, and she's like, let me put you on hold. I have to call a special department. Anyway, just about 30 minutes before the flight, she came back to me and she said, it's reissued. He's on the flight in 30 minutes. And he was right at the airport anyway. So there you uh, go. that worked out. Yeah. But I, I love booking tickets last minute. It's like, it's, you know, it's a marathon. Yeah, I love, you know, I love the pressure. It's a thrill. And, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, cool. Thanks for uh, helping me understand, uh, you know, the the new changes with United, and you know, for future episodes, keep me in the audience posted on, you know, how this affects uh, affects your business. For sure, absolutely, Zach. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you have any feedback or episode ideas, please write in at zach at easypoint.me.